Hey everyone, it's John Fuller from Cricket Yorkshire. A warm welcome to another episode of the Cricket Yorkshire podcast. So this subject uh, for this particular episode is going to be all about mental health. Here in the UK, uh, I know that there's listeners from around the world, so um, you may be interested to know that it's Mental Health Awareness Week here in the UK. Um, and there's a real focus around all the issues to do with that topic, uh, people's stories coming to light, and people feeling comfortable about talking about their mental health and what they're going through. Now, I have interviewed a guy called Chris Metcalf. Uh, he's a cricketer that plays in the Halifax Cricket League, and I became aware of his story through the league, and he was kind enough to, to talk to me uh, for this episode. And I suppose really... Uh, first of all, be generous with his time and honest about some really serious stuff. So I suppose I ought to flag that up first and foremost because Cricket Yorkshire, as a website, uh, covers a huge range of stuff to do with grassroots and recreational cricket. Um, a lot of it is light-hearted and people love that from the best cricket tees to you know, the best grounds and picturesque places and appreciation of Yorkshire. All that is relevant and awesome. And uh, I love doing it, frankly. Um, but alongside that, I really try and cover a lot more serious topics uh, with a cricket sort of perspective on it. And in this particular case, Chris's story about mental health um, is incredibly serious. And um, he gets to a, uh, yeah, a very difficult place in his life, which he'll talk about in a second. Um, but I think it's really important to hear these kind of stories because they are happening People every day uh, in the UK and further afield are going through difficult times uh, and the more we can hear about it, the more people share their stories, feel comfortable about doing that, then that's got to be a good thing. So um, I hope you'll listen to the episode and if you think it's um, a, a good listen and uh, it could be someone you know um, that might be interested in hearing about it as well. Uh, in a, a cricket sort of context, like I said earlier, perhaps you can share it with your clubs or leagues um, or anyone really, um, then yeah, I hope uh, it's it's of interest to you anyhow. Um, and so without further ado, um, I'll let you listen to Chris. So could you give me a, a flavour as to, um, yeah, your story as to why this matters to you and kind of um, give us a flavour of that. Yeah, of course. Well, it matters to me more than most because when you've experienced it yourself, it it becomes an issue for the for for, for, for you. Like my yeah. story basically is, I uh, two thousand eighteen, I woke up one night from uh, bed at about. Half four in morning. Okay. And basically, we, we, without any knowledge whatsoever, I thought I was going to die. I, I didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. Wow. Uh, and I just didn't know what the hell was going on. And then my mum and my mum, my sister, our mental health nurses, coincidentally, so I, I, I rang them. And told them my issues, and they said uh, they think you're suffering from anxiety. Yeah. I said, "Well, I'm not anxious. Uh, that's what what my mentality was." And from there, it steadily got worse because 
I couldn't understand why I was anxious all the time and why I why why I was having these symptoms. Yeah. And because I'm a, a free thinking person, I've I've got friends. I, I I'm not. Uh, I've got no issues as of such. Um. And it just stead, steadily got, 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 got worse because then I became really depressed because I couldn't understand my anxiety. So it started yeah. anxiety and depression on, off the back of that. And then I did some CBT, behavioural therapy, which I personally don't think it worked for me. Okay. It was always bringing up the issue. And I just wanted to forget about the issue. Now I know that that's a good thing to bring it all up and uh, get your issues out out there and speak to other people. Yeah. Um, my wife at the time, this basically split up our marriage because my wife wasn't educated in the matter. She, she wasn't aware of the what was going on with me, my mood swings, my behaviour was bad. Yeah. And I just couldn't live a normal life. I was off sick from work. I couldn't work. And my mum and sister, obviously, as I mentioned, the mental health nurses, they tried to help the best they could, but they see it from a clinical perspective and not as what I thought at the time was my my mum and sister, you know, the emotional connection. Sure. Yeah. So, although they did everything they could, I felt my wife and my family weren't do, doing as what I wanted. But now I see that they were actually do, doing the right things. I, I just didn't want to know. Yeah. So from that, I started on a course of medication, and it got to a stage one day where I was in such a state. I can't, I can't remember what had happened, but, and I overdosed on my prescription medication. Okay. I, I can't remember how many I took, but I said, I'll, my mindset was, I'll take, take these, I'll go to bed, and I, I won't wake up in the morning. Luckily, wow. that didn't happen. Goodness me. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to to reach that point. Um, from, from there on in, how... What happened next, and kind of how did you come back from that? Basically, I had um, I ended up splitting up from my wife. Um, I don't want to put much blame on her because it's more about education, but I feel at times she made my behaviour worse because she didn't really understand what I was going through, and the relationship between my family was a lot better. Like they seemed to be more cooperative and understand me more where my wife, who I live with, wasn't. So that relationship split. Okay. Um, I got with another woman who was actually associated with Sober Bridge Cricket Club, and it was a breath of fresh air. I feel like partly my family and Hayley Price, my new girlfriend, she saved my life. Just the way she spoke to me and her understanding. And the medication seems, seems to help. It's got into my system where before it wasn't fully into my system, it wasn't doing the job. Um, so with through 
counselling, I suppose counselling through my family, my new girlfriend and the medication together, it changed my m- mindset set a bit and through lockdown that down and stuff, that did, 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 didn't seem to help. No, sure. I but, that. but uh, nothing's happened since then. I still have my bad days and side effects of my medication and my anxiety and depression, but it's I've got n- no thoughts of uh, doing anything stupid or just try to be as positive as I can. That's uh, well. That that's really good news. Obviously, where you're at at the moment. Um, I'm curious in terms of cricket. Then, um, yeah. Have you played cricket for a long time? And kind of how do you use that as a, I suppose, a bit of a safety net? Or um, you mentioned your yeah, partner yeah, at the exactly. moment has that link with cricket, doesn't she? Yeah, well, no, I've been playing since I was about nine, ten years old. Because when I was a kid, they didn't have under eleven cricket, so I, I, I played under thirteen cricket at quite a young age at North Edge Top. Yeah, who were also in the Hanover League, and the, then they've now merged out on shelf North Arran now. Okay. And, um, my family have always come to watch me, me and stuff, and. The cricket community as a whole, especially around West Yorkshire, it's just they just seem to care. I think that's why you found all like these new hubs coming in place, and you won't see as many elsewhere in the country. And and I just think Yorkshire people as a whole, from my 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 point of view, are just more open and caring, yeah. from what I think. And uh, so yeah. Uh, I was aware of opening up cricket, um, but uh, I didn't really, I wasn't in the mindset to really appreciate all then. And then uh, I, I came uh, aware of unmasked mental health because they, they started using our hub as a base. Yes, yeah, club. they did, didn't they? Yeah, the yeah, cricket club. So in, yeah, in, I found out that the uh, the, 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 the founders were at people called Doug and Logan. Coincidentally, Logan was a friend who I played rugby with most of my life, and oh, I, wow. didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> and uh, I, I read more into it. I didn't re- really approach him, and, and I heard that they had issues themselves. That's why they created Unmask. And so I, I felt like because I'm quite well known through cricket, and they had stickers available i thought i'd do something where i'd put a sticker on me back and just promote the cause through yeah, the sport sure and then um yeah it completely hit the roof i've, I've sent <laughs> up over five thousand stickers out out now and have you five thousand wow yeah jeez posting all over social media uh yeah it's been crazy i'm so happy about it I think that probably reflects two things to me, and I could be wrong. Um, partly the need for people to support, you know, with your story and other people uh, who suffer in, in various ways uh, and they want to help and they want to raise awareness. Um, yeah. But also, I suppose, uh, in the context of COVID, just the impact that's had on everyone's mental health. And uh, I certainly well, yeah. could relate to that myself. Yeah, well, it's been... Uh... 
I, I believe as far as where there's been two deaths in our league through lockdown. Wow, gosh. That, and yeah. one person I, I actually knew, and it's it, it really, really sad. It's like, it, it's something which you can't see, and I think it's all about education. Yeah. And all, 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 although it's the best it's ever, ever been, there's still so, so, so much more we need to do. No, I couldn't agree more. I think um, talking about it, and I, I've certainly noticed, I suppose, in cricket circles, much more of it being talked about and resources shared yeah. and podcasts and all sorts of things, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. But you can never do enough. You know, there's always got oh, to yeah, be more. Um, so I, I guess I'm interested, um, given all that you've gone through, which is a huge amount uh, and a roller coaster, uh, and it, you know, it doesn't get more serious than the things you've talked about um have you what response has there been from cricket and have you felt comfortable enough to talk with other people about it in any way shape or form because it you know it is a yeah well before sensitive isn't it before i started the movement i'm able to talk about it and stuff but i wasn't as comfortable now i i don't really care because if my story helps another person that's all i really care, care, care about yeah i still feel un- uncomfortable and ashamed of what what i did and like my, my failed marriage which i suppose was 50 50 and i've got regrets but it, it's about moving forward and just getting the message out there that people who i think this has been amazing they've been posted on social media and yeah i've had people message me saying i much really appreciate the work i've been doing and it does it, it feel good but there's so many people like me it's crazy who don't open up they've got probably worse stories than, than, than mine and yeah. you just don't hear them yeah i think that's you hit hit the nail on the head in terms of the challenge it's um creating a space an environment however we do that it, that people can feel comfortable enough that first of all they're able to ask for help which is a, a massive step in itself um yeah. and then yeah you know if if you're comfortable doing what you're doing here now with cricket yorkshire is talking about it but so that um yeah hopefully it will help other people and they can relate to it and um yeah just get the conversation started really um and yeah, well, that's the first point you've just got to ask the help first because it's like i didn't and i was aware of pubs and i still didn't ask for the help because as men it seems to be the stereotype that we just don't and that really needs to change yeah i i, I think you're right um Typically, and I know I'm probably sweeping statement here, but it, it is true that whether it's mental health or general health, uh, men can often yeah, shut exactly. down or choose not to talk about it. It might be embarrassing, it could be awkward, and I would rather bury it. Um, and that is something that needs overcoming. However, however we do it, and it will be different for everyone, won't it? But um, I guess in terms of resources, then just for anyone listening. To this at a later point um there are lots of resources to flag up we've mentioned opening up cricket 
Um, so yep. they will have a website. They're on social media. Um, the Halifax organization we've talked about on this call, uh, Unmasked Mental Health. Um, yep. Check them There's out a, for a, sure. And Demand Club. And yeah, exactly. Um, and I suppose, you know, you, we could name all sorts of things. Mind the charity is something that uh, springs to yeah. mind for me as a fantastic resource. I, I'm yeah, curious yeah. in terms of then, um, do you think kind of cricket bat stickers is a, a sort of, I suppose it's a route, isn't it? You, you see a, a cricket bat and you sort of you say, oh, what's on that? Uh, and it could start a conversation or, you know, it could encourage another it, club to get involved and do something. Already has, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. Like, Thousands of first game, stickers. First game, and they're asking, what's that on your back? And I, I took time to explain and stuff. And I think it's just a stepping stone, really. Yeah. really. I don't claim to be the huge advocate for mental health, but I'm just really trying to do my bit because it's affected me, so... Yeah, I think it. No, it's fantastic what you've done, and and you know sharing uh, what you've been through today um, is well, it's brave, but also hopefully it encourages um, more people listening now or in the future, or seeing something on social media wherever they see it. Just they think, well, first of all, they're not alone. That it's a lot more common, unfortunately, than we perhaps yeah. think. Yeah, incredibly common, um, and um, yeah, just that people have the support and resources if they feel able to reach out and sort of seek them. Um, and I'm just really pleased that that's where you kind of reached, you know, you're able to pull back and um, hopefully now in terms of cricket itself, um, where are you at? Are you sort of back playing? Are you involved oh, yeah, in cricket? Um, from from 2018, it didn't really affect me. But 2019-2020, I shouldn't really have been play playing. I, I was trying to do the right things yeah. to, to get out of the house, but I couldn't function really. really. My anxiety and my depression were too bad. Sure. And if, some, if, if someone said someone something wrong to me at cricket, I'd get aggressive and stuff, and it just isn't me. No. It just wasn't at all, and... Yes, uh, so it, it, it took me a while because I couldn't understand my anxiety, even though I've worked in that industry as well. It, it's different when it affects you. Yeah, no, it is. Um, and in terms of this season then, are you uh, hoping to, to play a full season? Or uh, I've obviously oh, been yeah. to your club, I say obviously, yeah. but... Um, so I know Steve and uh, have covered, I suppose, from a floods perspective, but also all the other fantastic stuff, stuff your cricket club does. So, um, yeah. yeah, are you, you back playing and enjoying the game? Oh, yeah. Well, I never really, really didn't enjoy it. it. It just annoyed me the fact that it got to say when I knew I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even play yeah. just because of my health. So, but yeah, I feel great, great now. That's, I, yeah, that's brilliant. Made one game, but I scored runs in the first game, and it's uh, positive. Yeah, that's great. That's really, really good. Um, I don't want to jinx the rest of the season, but it's been a freakishly warm and dry April. Yeah, it has indeed. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're a batsman, well, actually, if you're a bowler as well, 
better bounce than normal. They're not the kind of muddy pitches necessarily you normally get yeah, in, in Yorkshire. Exactly. We've been, luckily we've been funded for the new hybrid technology uh, wicket. So that's uh, yes. in action in a few weeks. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, you've got a lot going on your club at any particular point. Um, I always yeah, sort of well, keep track of yeah, things. Clubs. <laughs> yeah, it is. And and I guess I'm curious around the league as well. We talked before the start of the interview. So the Halifax Cricket League are, uh, I suppose, embracing uh, everything you've been doing and sort of promoting yeah, of course, mental health yeah. in their own way. Um, can you give us a bit of a flavour of that? Yeah, so basically there's... Uh... The league have seen my story and what I've been doing with the stickers. Okay. And they've, re they've really got, got behind it. But it's, I, I believe we have something in the plans already. But they've created uh, these banners that are going in all clubs with a QR code, which you can stand. And it'll take you to different organisations like Unmasked Mental Health. They, they've been one. Uh, Andy Vance Club, and it's just uh, okay. They, they'll be around the, the ground, so it, it's like you're watching cricket and you feel like you need help or something to talk to. Talk to. You just scan the code and it, it, it'll give you all the, the relevant information. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think that's half the battle, isn't it? Um, it's, yeah, it's, 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 there are lots of resources out there, um, but you have to. Yeah. Well, pick the one that works for you and at, at the time you feel able to ask for help um, and, you know, the more coverage, you know, if, if these are all over the Halifax League, um, then, you know, that's a fantastic start. And yeah, I, I, well, the, the, the way I feel is like the government obviously need to do more towards mental health. Yeah. But there's loads of places out there. I don't think the issue is necessarily money. It's the people going. Yeah. Okay. It's, they just don't want so, and it's really, it's really, really sad that we see people like suicide, especially through sport, and it's not good when the resources are there at times, and they just don't get used because uh, they don't feel comfortable to speak up, and that seems to be the way the way it is. It is, but. Uh, I suppose anything we can all do and you're clearly doing your part uh, and hopefully this plays a small role um, yeah, you know if um, you can help my kind of view is if you can help one person then um, you know we've we've all done you know started on the road so to speak um, and I would like to see other cricket leagues kind of um, get involved in this. Um, I know the Halifax yeah, League well, are going to start, I'm, and then I'm you know, in the different leagues, and I sent stickers all across the country. But it's you? just the Halifax League who were doing these banners, as far as I'm aware. But the Bradford League, the Air Warp League, have uh, had some stickers and stuff, and they've been posting on social media. Some clubs in Bury and London, which I've sent up, so. That's great. Leagues follow, follow through because there's no better place to have this embed, embedded in in through sport and especially cricket because you spend so much time together through the day. Yeah, yeah, you do. Like no, you're right. 
discussions when you're not batting and stuff. It's perfect. Yeah, it is. Um, and I suppose, and it's difficult to, I suppose, look out for this or even notice it sometimes. But um, it's partly in a team environment somehow being aware that maybe a mate of yours is a bit low or they're not as chatty as normal and, and sort of checking in yeah, on them. Exactly, yeah. You know, um, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, anything anyone can do um, will, yeah, will help. As simple as that, really. It's, um, yeah. Well, um, thank you so, so much for talking to, to me and obviously sharing your story. It's, um, well, it's incredibly powerful, but I'm, I'm so pleased that... Um, you move back from where you were, but also, you know, all the things you're doing now and, um, and the response you've got, you know, it, it tells me that there's a lot more we can be doing everyone. Um, but also, you know, the help you're offering lots of other people. So, um, you should be really proud of that. Well, I, I appreciate your words, but it's just a small bit in, in, uh, what I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing the real, uh, people who are helping these charities yeah it's the the doing such a fantastic job no that's that's a fair point and uh i'll i'll certainly promote those by cricket yorkshire and uh, anything else i can do you obviously know where i am um but uh yeah look after yourself and thanks for talking to me and um yeah enjoy your cricket i you um i didn't even ask which is outrageous to me. Are you a batter, a bowler, or a bit of both? I'm a, a batter and a keep wicket. Oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. Lots of dramatic leg side stumpings this weekend and hopefully oh, a, <laughs> a sort of quick fire 50 or 100. What's your top score, by the way? What, uh, ever? Ever, yeah. Uh, 235. Is it? God, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I don't, don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, I suppose it's an open question. It could have been anything, but you quite casually said, oh, yeah, double hundred. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, let's um, don't put any pressure on, but, you know, if you get to a 50 and kick on, you never know. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, take care of yourself, and thanks so much for the interview. <laughs> Well, thank you so much to Chris for that really brave and, um, well, incredibly honest account of what he's been through with mental health. Uh, I hope it's been a, well, it's certainly been an important episode to flag up the kind of examples, and it happens every day across uh, England and the UK and obviously further afield than that. So um, I thought it was a a really insightful chat with Chris Um, and I think it's important actually just to flag up some resources at the end of this podcast episode so uh, one um, I suppose one resource to talk about uh, is some Samaritan so if you need to talk to someone uh, urgently there's no judgment there Um, you can call them at any time of day or night Um, and obviously it's free so you can call 116123 so that's an option uh, if you feel that the need that you can get some urgent help. Alternatively, again, the NHS, very good resource. Uh, you can either Google NHS mental health and, and that will flag up their resources there. Uh, and within that, you can talk to an NHS professional immediately. Uh, and also signs posts, charity helplines as well. Uh, and it depends what kind of help you need and um, what your particular situation is. 
So hopefully those are two examples that will be of use to people um, if you feel, uh, yeah, if you feel you, you need help. But um, it has been uh, recording this the end of Mental Health Awareness Week. Um, and I think it's really important, actually, when we're discussing this kind of stuff. Uh, I'm really in favour of Awareness Weeks because they get people talking. Uh, it flags up real life examples all the time um, and yeah it's just hugely important but um, what's just as important actually is the conversation doesn't stop at the end of an awareness week. The reality is people suffer with um, poor mental health day and night every day of the year uh, and there's all sorts of um, situations and a sliding scale for this so um, yeah, I, my advice, I suppose, with a cricket context is just to be aware of uh, the situation in and around yourself, both with your own mental health, but in a team environment at clubs, if you're aware of a, a friend or a teammate that may look as if he or she is struggling, um, then, you know, uh, reach out to them and just, I suppose, an awareness, but, but also just, you know, to, to support on social media and uh, don't see it as a sort of uh, a weak awareness campaign as has been happening in the last sort of week on, in May. Um, it's an ongoing thing and the more we can do collectively to talk about stuff um, and, and create the right environment that people feel comfortable doing that, um, I think that can be really powerful and be enormous help. So I hope this podcast episode has been um, well, it's been an incredibly serious subject, but uh, a really important one. Uh, I hope to an extent you've uh, found it important and uh, useful, I suppose. Um, I went Normally, I, you know, with Cricket Yorkshire, I'm talking about cricket tees and I suppose light-hearted subjects. So something like this, it's never going to be entertaining, but um, it doesn't mean it's not valuable and um hope to some extent you've enjoyed it if that's the right word it probably isn't um but uh yeah examples like chris um it's in incredibly powerful stuff and uh, i'll be really interested to see how um both you know his his story in the future but also the halifax cricket league uh their work with the the mental health banners and the qr codes you know how that potentially could fan out to other parts of yorkshire or further afield you know anything uh organizations can do locally with um within cricket and further afield is is going to be awesome so i'll be tracking that for sure um but look after yourself. Um, it is raining here. It's been a horrendous weekend of weather and we've had a pretty soggy couple of weeks in May, but I suppose we had it brilliant in certainly March and, and April. So can't grumble too much in England, um, but it'd be nice if we can get back to playing a lot more cricket and uh, drier conditions. So fingers crossed there. And I'll catch up with you all, all of you soon. So look after yourselves and there'll be another podcast episode before too long.